Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, December the uh, January the fifth. I'm having trouble with the uh, the date as well. January the fifth. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Saint Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter four, verses one through seven, and eleven through thirteen. Ephesians 4, 1 through 7, 11 through 13. I'm sure that it has not escaped your uh, observation, and perhaps even experience, that our society and our world in general has grown uh, increasingly divided. There's a great deal of uh, discord division, and discontent, especially in our society today. There's so much division. We look on television and it seems to be nothing but strife. Mask, don't mask, vaccine, no vaccine, black, white, people of color, divided, economically divided, certainly politically divided, red state, blue state, various colors in between. And it's almost becoming like a daily diet to where we become desensitized. We become uh, used to it. And so we find ourselves increasingly operating by what we might call the ethic of the sharper elbow. That is, the person who can somehow elbow their way to the head of the line or to get in front. If it's not the elbow, it's the honk of the horn or the screeching of the brakes, the loud voice, the shouting. We operate by the ethic that the wheel that squeaks the loudest gets the oil but we forget that it's also the first one replaced. We have, an, as one of our symbols, one of our, one of our grounding principles, the pluribus unum, out of the many, the one. We have become increasingly aware of the pluribus, the many. It's the unum, the one, the unity, that has escaped us in these past uh, decades, and it's now becoming generational. We also see it within the church, the body of Christ, so-called conservatives and liberals, traditionalist, progressives, orthodox. Uh, it seems that we are indeed more splinted than ever before. And such is really the work of the evil one. We can talk about it sociologically and economically, geopolitically. We look at the world. The world is on edge. China, Russia, the United States, the Middle East, parts of Latin America, and countless other places where we find division and strife. And it reaches a point where it's almost too much for us to bear. 
And the question is, I guess, to us, is what do we as individual Christians, disciples of Christ, and what do we as a church, how do we live in such a divided world? Well, St. Paul, writing to the Ephesians, also lived in very much of a divided world. Granted, Rome was the supreme power, the superpower, and no one really challenged at that time the might that was Rome. But what really, what really uh, caught the attention of St. Paul was the need for unity within the church itself and for the kind of lives individual Christians lived. That was important. It was an important sign, an indication, a kind of teaching in action of what God really meant his creation to be. And Paul tells the Ephesians and exhorts them to live a life worthy of their calling. Worthy of their calling. In other words, to be called to follow Christ is a great gift. It's the highest gift, to be a disciple of Christ. But with it comes the expectation of how we live individually and also as a church. And he says that there are the workings of the Holy Spirit, and they are humility and meekness and patience, bearing with one another lovingly. My goodness, bearing with one another lovingly. That seems so impossible for many today, to bear with one another lovingly. Can we bear with that family member that we don't particularly like, the neighbor who's annoying, the co-worker or the boss who is just impossible to get along with? We find the people in the store becoming more and more coarse and rude. Uh, our speech has become more and more filled with profanities. Uh, St. Paul says that the church and the Christian is to preserve the unity which has the Spirit, the Holy Spirit has its origin, and peace as its binding force. There is no peace no tranquility, no serenity, where there is division and strife, where there is the sharper elbow being extended, the loud voice that somehow, if I shout loud enough, I'll be heard. You may be heard, but you won't be heard long. You won't make a lasting impression, because you have no staying power. And there's no peace. It sounds all, I've heard that all before. It's not a question of hearing it, it's a question of listening. And it's a question of living. To live peaceably, seeking unity and preserving unity in a world that is fragmented. That's really the cross of our time, I think. 
It's the cross of our time in history that the Lord has presented to us and to the church. And it calls for us to be courageously strong. The idea of humility and of meekness and of bearing with one another strikes many people today as weakness. It's just the opposite. For only, only kind people, only meek people, only people of humility are strong enough to forget themselves. Stop asking what's in it for me. How do I get ahead? That's a sign of tremendous weakness, a tremendous insecurity. It's not a sign of strength. A strong person is not so protective of that little fragile self that we are, and therefore it must be protected and defended at every moment so we live our lives defensively, always afraid that someone is putting something over on us or we're losing something, or we'll be made a fool of. All of those kinds of fears. Where is the peace? Where is the serenity? Every day is a day filled with anxiety. We never know what, what's the next phone call. What, what's the next letter? What's the next scam that's going to be visited upon us? And so we live with a great deal of suspicion but there is no peace. And St. Paul says that that's not of the Holy Spirit. And also, it's really a countersign to the one body, the body of Christ, the church. Paul says there is but one body, one Holy Spirit, one hope given to you by your call. That's your hope that in the midst of all of this animosity and antagonism of adversarial relationships, there is the working of Almighty God and the Holy Spirit. It's hope in spite of all reason not to hope, to believe in place of all the evidence to doubt and to hope when there's every reason to despair, to hate, when we see much, uh, when we are called to love, when we are so surrounded by, by hate. And hate is born of fear. Paul says there is one Lord and one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who works through all and in all, in each of us, and that, I think, is so important because it's good to read uh, the scriptures, especially the Ephesians. But there is this, this call to encouragement, to be strong enough to be meek, to bear with one another in humility and in meekness. Uh, that's very difficult very difficult and yet it's so essential for ourselves and for those around us 
So today we are challenged. We are challenged to be strong enough to be humble, to be meek, to be patient, and to bear with one another lovingly, to preserve that unity in the Holy Spirit, to preserve that unity that we can preserve. I, I, I can't worry about the world. I can't worry about my neighbor uh, and, and what's going on there or what's the grocery store like. I, I can't worry about all of those things. God has called me to preserve the unity of that part of his creation entrusted to me and entrusted to you. That's, that's where I'm planted. That's where I am. And it is in that space, in this time, that I can be a sign and a witness of God's real intent, of God's peace. God's hope, God's love, God's presence, so that we can indeed present Christ in full stature by the way in which we live each and every day. And that's why we pray constantly to be renewed, to be strengthened each day. So as this day unfolds, there will be many, many reasons to not live with that courage, that courage of bearing with one another, of seeking peace. But there is only one ultimate truth, that God has made us for peace, that peace within us and that peace in our world. Let us be vessels and witnesses to God's peace that peace that was meant to be, that peace that comes from walking faithfully with the one who is peace, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.